0: Welcome, friends. I'm Reverend Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for December 14, 2023. Today's Old Testament lesson is from Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. Struggling to accept, I will stand at my guard post. I will station myself on the wall. I will watch to see what he will say to me, and what answer I will get to my complaint. Then the Lord answered me, write this vision, make it clear on tablet so that anyone can read it quickly. The vision will still happen at the appointed time. It hurries toward its goal. It won't be a lie. If it's delayed, wait for it. It will certainly happen. It won't be late. Look at the proud person. He is not right in himself, but the righteous person will live because of his faithfulness. Also because wine is treacherous. He is arrogant and never rests. He has a large appetite like the grave. He is like death, never satisfied. He gathers all the nations to himself. He collects all the people to himself. God's Word Translation. The prophet Habakkuk is unique among the prophetic books of the Old Testament. It's more an account of the prophet's own wonderings and questions before God than it is bringing a specific word from God to the people. The book of Habakkuk revolves around the prophet's queries to the Lord, the Lord's responses, and the prophet's struggles to wrap both his head and his heart around those answers. Habakkuk struggled with the rampant sins of injustice and unrighteousness amongst his own people He contended with God about how long all this was going to go on. Today's lesson is something of a lament, grieving the loss of justice and righteousness, and longing for God's salvation from the nation's troubles. Habakkuk was determined to name the evil, bring it before God, and wait with a determined spirit for a divine response. The prophet asked a question and waited for an answer. His complaint is an age-old one. He was weary of seeing injustice day after day, of observing the arrogant and the wicked exploit the poor and the needy. He wanted to hear from God. And when the awaited response finally came, it was not what Habakkuk was expecting. Habakkuk's first question is one that many today can relate to. Chapter chapter 1 verses 2 to 3 say, How long, O Lord, am I to cry for help, but you will not listen? I cry out to you, there's violence, yet you will not come to the rescue. Why do you make me see wrongdoing? And why do you watch wickedness? God answered the prophet's question, and Habakkuk didn't like the answer at all. In Habakkuk 1.6 it says, I am going to send the Babylonians, that fierce and reckless nation. They will march throughout the earth to take possession of lands that don't belong to them. The problem with this answer from God is that even though the prophet's own people were unjust and violent, the Babylonians were an even worse lot of people. It was nonsense to Habakkuk that God would use an evil nation to judge God's own people. So the prophet asked yet another question of God in Habakkuk 1.13. Why do you keep watching treacherous people? Why are you silent when wicked people swallow those who are more righteous than they are? There are many persons who freely admit they are sinful. There is a problem, however, when a person points to others who are more sinful than they are. Habakkuk, like many contemporary believers, essentially says, well, I'm a sinner, I'm not perfect, but I'm not like the Babylonians. They don't even worship God, and they do a lot of worse things than I do. If one wants divine judgment, then one must be content with whom it comes from and how it is done. Otherwise, the person seeks to be the judge, instead of letting the Lord handle the trouble. We all struggle with navigating the injustice of this world. People of faith will discern that they must trust the Lord by viewing God's deliverance and actions with a big picture perspective. They remember that God has acted with faithfulness and justice in the past, and the Lord can do it again. Believers may have to endure some dark valleys, some hard circumstances, and plenty of suffering. Yet they trust that God will show up. They only need to wait patiently for divine deliverance. Eventually, we all need to conclude with the prophet after waiting and wrestling over God's divine plan for the situation we don't like. At the end of the prophecy in chapter 3, verses 17 to 19, Habakkuk finally comes to the conclusion. Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. The Sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of the deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. The prophet finally accepted the words of God And despite the circumstances, this willingness to receive those words opened to him the possibility to take joy and confidence yet again in the Lord. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as the pathway to peace, taking, as he did, the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen.